Be you are. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Gaggle of Gays podcast. I'm Alaska. That's Taylor. I'm Cam. And I'm Jojo. <laughs> it's nice to be back. We're still just as dumb as we were in the last episode. It's been a, been a little minute since we've recorded, but... Before we get started, just want to say thank you guys for, what, like 97 plays now? Uh, so today, we are going to be talking about cryptids. Uh, for those do that don't know what a cryptid is, it can be defined as an animal that has been claimed to exist but never actually proven to exist. So today we all chose our own cryptids and we will be presenting them to you. And then you can decide whether or not you believe that this cryptid exists. So today, my cryptid name is champ <laughs> i chose my cryptid today because i think that they're adorable and it matches the plesiosaur that's tattooed on my arm and also because its name is champ and that resonates with me as most of you know for those of you who don't know uh i was once interested in this person and they friend zoned me so hard <laughs> and called me champ so i felt like it was appropriate you know yeah so Champ here is located in Lake Champlain, which is tucked in between the Champlain Valley, uh, which is between the A I fuck up this name every time. Adirondack Adirondack Mountains of New York and the Great Mountains of Vermont, which I've actually seen the Adirondack Mountains. <laughs> I was so close and I should have just left in front. Adirond I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> what did you say? Say it again. Ad Adirondack? Adirondack. Adderall just... Mountain. Adderall Mountain. Man, someone's gonna roast the fuck out of me for that. Anyways, uh, so Champ has been described as a serpent-like uh, with a long body and a short neck with either no tail or a short tail. Others have said that he looks like a large sturgeon and has three teeth, which is, I think, adorable. And... But the eyes, the color of peeled onions... <laughs> What? what? Oh, that's what so like white weird. or purple or I, I don't I don't know. What onion? <laughs> what onion? Uh apparently and it has a belt of red around its neck and a white star on its forehead. So that's Aww. Yeah, it's that's some of them. Getting anime. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America. Uh <laughs> Uh, so there's a lot of different stories on ham how Champ looks, but from what I've seen, it is kind of like a smaller Loch Ness monster type situation. So some believe that Champ may be a plesiosaur that is similar to Nessie because both lakes were formed by retreating glaciers, which uh, is what happens when the glacier moves more water than it gains, which in turn causes the sea levels to rise. So this could have meant that both Nessie and Champ had gotten like swept in from the waters rising and then when they retreated back down to their normal levels they got trapped in that area so i don't understand how being frozen doesn't just kill you i'm gonna be so serious right now frozen they were like, frozen like like animals stuck in glaciers and stuff like no 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 they... they weren't in the glacier oh like fuck me <laughs> my statement still stands well, like germs can survive. But yes, I get you. Yeah. I, I just think I, I get that, but I don't. Like, how do you just not die? Can't make makes sense. You, you freeze. You freeze me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna live tomorrow. 
What no, if we cryogenically maybe. freeze you? Yeah. That's the gag. I don't like get an it. Alien. <laughs> I don't get it. It puts you on pause. Pause. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. so the history of Champ. The sightings of Champ actually started with... I still am very upset that I messed up that name. Like, it should not have been that easy. It just looks so hard. Anyways, uh, the sightings of Champ actually started with the indigenous people that surrounded Lake Champlain. These were the Abenaki and Iroquois tribes. Uh, the Abenaki used the term, oh god, <clears throat> Gittiscog to describe it instead of Champ. So that was his original name. When Europeans start- I switched to. Damn, what's wrong with Gittiscog? I just, Champ is so, Champ, I mean. <laughs> champ is giving He's camp. number one. Yeah. Champ is giving Camp. There, there we go. Like, right. So fuck champ, huh? No, no, we love like they're trying their best. Yeah, but he should just like stick like working, you know? Yeah, yeah, but like you, you'll see why I don't like the name. Like maybe, maybe champ is like his drag name. Yeah, you'll. Anyways, so drag him. When Europeans, one of my favorite cryptids. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) What What did she say? Remember when we said we were going to do really well this time so there wouldn't be that much editing? And Jordan said Cameron's editing it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So when Europeans started showing up, the tribes actually warned the French explorers to be careful about disturbing the lake because of Champ or Gittiscog as it was known at the time. Even though there is no real record, some speculate that Samuel de Champlain was the first to see the legendary creature um besides the the tribes so also the lake was named after samuel de champlain which really pisses me off because you know they came in and took the land from these tribes and then managed to you know name the lake after the bitch who stole the land instead of the native tribes right we don't stay on the name change right right that's why yeah so yeah, I think that Samuel de Champlain just wanted the clout later on, so he was like, I too saw Champ, and I saw him first. So... Uh, I literally just had the realization where Champ came from. But I got there. Champ Jr. (laughs) You got that. That is daddy now. (laughs) (laughs) So, the most famous and what is usually considered the first sighting was actually published in the Plattsburgh Republican back on July 24th, 1819, by Captain Mofucking Crumb. Apparently, Crumb spotted Champ while he was aboard, or abroad a scow on Bulwaga Bay. <laughs> Here, he described Champ as an 80, 187 feet long and with the head resembling a seahorse that reared more than 15 feet out of the water. Uh, this is where it's repeated but he saw the three teeth, eyes of the color of peeled onion, and then the white star on the forehead and red belt around the neck. I just, why would you eyes ever look at somebody's of eyes? Onion. Yeah, I'm just I, like, I don't. like a motherfucking peeled onion right there. <laughs> I don't. Um, a lot of people said that he was BSing because it was 200 yards away, but some people say his remark is because the fact that he's a captain, so he's ba- supposed to be able to notice all of those like small details. So, who's to say, you know? Um, from here on out, it just, I need to stop saying, um, from here on, it just continued to be more and more sightings of Champ, resulting in over more than 300 sightings. 
So there's some more sightings. In 1873, a New York Times story reported that an entire railroad crew had seen the, the head of the enormous serpent in the lake, and it had bright silvery scales, which is kind of funny to me like a whole crew is reporting that stuff and i was like so were they just gaslighting each other into being we saw this to everyone on the crew or did they actually see it or did they right so it's like hmm don't know in 1883 sheriff Mm -hmm. nathan h mooney claimed to see champ and what and that what he had seen was a gigantic water serpent that was about 50 yards away from where he stood on the shore, and that he could see the round white spots inside of its mouth. That's how close he was. He also stated that it appeared to be 25 to 30 feet in length, and then after this reporting, it just read, led to more and more uh, sightings flooding in over the years. So, as the, the legend of Champ spread, it spread so much that motherfucking P.T. Barnum, you know, you know, P.T. Barnum? Yeah. Bitch boy Barnum. Bitch boy Barnum. He put a reward of 50k up for the carcass of Champ so that he could use it in his epic World's Fair show. Which, like... Why Champ, we gotta kill him? Right, Champ has done nothing to them. And they said, you know, bring in the carcass. I don't know, that pissed me off, too. Greatest showman. Right. Uh, <laughs> God. I Damn. cannot I cannot focus and I'm sober. So one of the biggest sightings and closest thing we have to proving that Champ does in fact exist was in nineteen seventy seven when a woman named Sandra Mancy was on vacation. So while she was on vacation, she was next to the lake and she claimed to see Champ and she snapped a photo of him, which I'll post the photo on Instagram. Uh, there have been plenty of experts that have evaluated the photo trying to prove it was a hoax and have yet to find any evidence of tampering of the photo. But then again, you are unable to tell from this photo whether or not it is an animated or unanimated object, so... Yeah. I'll... Ooh, actually, I'll show it to you on right now. Hold on. Champ. Champ reading, like, the upcoming exhibits in in Barnum's uh, show. (laughs) (laughs) This is the greatest story. <laughs> he said, I'm a star. I'm a star. Well, please sing. Champ said, never enough. <laughs> Champ sings that they wanted Nessie instead. <laughs> I sent the photo in the Discord. He said, 21, can you do something for, for me? me. <laughs> Aw, Champ. Aw, Champ. Right. Little old Champ. So yeah. after her famous you don't look, 180 feet long. Hold on. Yeah, it's a little small. There were so many different things talking about how big he was. So, mm. well, maybe he was writing about himself, like overcompensating. <laughs> He's like, you yeah. know, I'm a big boy. I'm such a like so cool. I'm a big boy. I'm so cool. <laughs> Champs just a sea monster with unrestricted internet access. Yeah. So, after her famous photo, it has just continued to rise in popularity. With the 21st century having Champ discussed on shows such as Today Show, Fox Network sightings, and NBC's Unsolved Mysteries. So, Discovery Channel has even done a special on Champ, claiming it as America's Loch Ness Monster. Which I'm like... I feel like he's in the shadow of the Loch Ness, but... Yeah. 
Maybe they're like brothers, you know? Yeah. On a little rivalry. Yeah. So, even though the existence of Champ is questionable, Champ is actually protected by law on both sides of the lake, just in case he does exist. So, in 1981, Port Henry, New York, declared their waters a safe haven for Champ. In 1982, the state of Vermont passed a house resolution protecting Champ, and in 1983, in New York, both the State Assembly and the State Senate passed resolutions protecting Champ. So I think I love that. Awesome. It is so wholesome. Like they, they had a whole meeting, and they're like, should we? <laughs> should we? Just in case. Especially because Champ hasn't harmed anybody, so... Mm. Uh, yeah, love that. So as for a science perspective, it is said that temperature inversions caused by lake water chilling the lower layers of the air can actually cause visual distortions, which are called superior mirages. So this can actually make things such as sticks, shadows, swimming dogs, etc. appear to look elongated or much larger to the naked eye. So maybe he is just a little small boy. Yes. Yeah. Well... <laughs> that's not at all where I was going with that but <laughs> I was going with people saw you know sticks and other things and thought that that was champ but it wasn't no he's real but he's, he's that is also yeah <laughs> they, they thought he was a lot bigger than he was just because <laughs> this is a short king yeah <laughs> this is like you turn until your kid Santa's not real yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, I know you're lying. Actually, um, he's real. Actually, yeah. I, I've seen him before. <laughs> I've seen him drinking a Coke on TV before. So. Yeah. Uh, if I say it one more fucking time, cut all those out, Kim. Every single one. But as for me, I love to indulge in the Champ legend and believe that he does exist out there in the waters of Lake Champlain. I believe in you, Champ. As do many others, uh, they believe in Champ. He's featured in many areas surrounding the area, such as inside businesses, on t-shirts, in children's books, etc. Hell, Champ is even the mascot of a baseball team in Vermont. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? He's so, like, he's like uh, the fairies off of Tinkerbell. And it's, I do believe in fairies. But it's like, yeah. I do believe in Champ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all just so happy and they all love champ as well so that is my shortened version of champ what do y'all think every time someone says that they don't believe in champ he loses a foot and that's why he's he... only got four feet he no, doesn't no, have like, any feet like, yes like he, he was like 180 feet like he can oh you <laughs> <laughs> stop stop It's actually funny as shit, too. <laughs> oh my god. No, shit, dog. You can't do that. I'm recording. Okay. But yeah, do y'all believe in Champ? Say you do, or he'll lose his feet. Yeah. If I said I believe, if he lose a centimeter. Yeah. I believe in him. There we go. Yeah. You're safe today, Champ. Mine, alright. Mine is the Fresno Nightcrawler, also known as the Fresno Alien, which is a fucking horrendous name, by the way. And then, okay, so, 
there's for the possible population there is at least two because there was one video in Fresno of them and there were two of them walking around and uh their possible oh. habitats are Fresno, California but also there was a sighting in Poland that's interesting yeah that's awesome and one that closely resembles a fresno nightcrawler somewhere in (laughs) guess where ohio ohio ohio's got it all no ohio's got everything okay origins (laughs) they're not a part of any native american folklore or anything like that and there's no historical sightings like captain motherfucking crumb the first uh-huh. sighting of Fresno Nightcrawler happened in Fresno, California. Wow, you, everyone's wow, been there. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Oh, cool. My man named Jose, after being woken up by barking dogs, and he was like, what the fuck is that? And he checked his security cameras, like live footage of the CCTV cameras, and he was watching them walk across, and it was two tall, slender things that did not appear to have arms just waddling through his backyard. But he lost the original footage, so now the only footage remaining is a grainy uh, handheld video recording of the screen. Right. Oh, no. They uh. don't go into, like, the sighting in Poland. It was just that someone took a handheld camera of, like, seeing one walking around at night. Hence the, the name Nightcrawler, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then in Ohio, someone claims that there was one living in their farm. And so anywhere it lived, there was, like, a perfect patch of green grass, no matter the weather. And they hmm. saw it one time and then never saw it again. Yeah! Interesting. Weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Like pants. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to do the description right now. Relatively short, and then all my sources say about, like, one and a half meters tall. And then most of their sure. height is their legs, and they possess a really small upper body, and they don't have any arms, so they're just really long legs with, like, no. a connection at the top. They're like a wishbone. <laughs> yeah. Imagine running into one of them and, like, grab their legs. <laughs> Rip them apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are on the other side. <laughs> them, the little one is more so just legs with a connection at the top. The larger one has, like, webbing connecting the two, quote-unquote, knees of the legs. So kind of like billowy pants. Ew. Yeah. I don't like that. And then it, the... Carmel area creature, the one from Ohio, is like built the same way but without the being billowy and stuff because it's tall, gray, no arms, and long muscular legs. Not and it has muscular. backwards knees like flamingo legs. Ew. Right. I don't like the backward knees. Yeah. yeah, absolutely not. You see him in the gym lifting weights, that's why he's muscular. <laughs> Doing squats. They also are rumored to live in Yosemite National Park, which is like 30 minutes away. So, still in the Fresno County area. And then, the possible explanations for the Fresno Nightcrawler is, number one, an alien. Wow. Number two, a new species, possibly a primate. These are people things people are trying to, like, say that they are to debunk the myth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A misidentified deer standing upright, which does not make sense. What? Pants and or a puppet on a wire, which does make sense. A bird walking around like a crane, or a person wearing big pants. <laughs> so <laughs> pants up to their fucking eyes. <laughs> you want to see pictures? And people like they leave like posters around town that have like business cards and stickers that ask if you've seen the Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, and those are where we live. Yeah. Weird. I hope we never have to go to Fresno. 
Weird. Hi, Cameron Editing. You're so pretty. Pretty, city, pretty living. Pretty. Love you, Pertela. <laughs> we'll put Pertela on. Stop. Do you think she would? I don't know. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I cried, cried. She's a kick cat freaking cryptids back. <laughs> she's she's out there fucking pulling them for the night colors apart. <laughs> like wishbones. <laughs> like kick cats. <laughs> Wait, Cameron, I want to get the lighter from your room. Cameron, you look... <laughs> you look fucking blasted. Are you okay? Alright. Alright. Don't know why she aired me out, but... Cool. Because I opened the door and Cameron just silently stared at me with their mouth open. <laughs> I was smiling at you. No, you were not. Yes, I was. No, you were I'm not. Smiling. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself for you. So, when I was looking up cryptids to do, it was gonna be between the Jersey Devil, um, and then scrolling down was the alphabetical. It went down to the L's. Loveland Frogman. Never heard of him. Pressed it. A big ass frog. I was like, I'll put a pin in that. Um, and then it was gonna be today. Uh, the mantis praying mantis man or like mantis man mm-hmm. but mantis man just wasn't giving what he needed to give um so you circle back to the frog huh? yeah back to the frog <laughs> back to my roots so he is the loveland frog man from ohio loveland ohio yeah. that is i like it hell yeah hell yeah bro hell yeah hell More yeah brother clermont county he was a Clermont, Clermont County yeah. dog man. Clermont yeah. County. Clermont County. Adrian Ohio. Bates. Home of the New Directions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, he's described as, well, looking like a frog, as you would imagine. Mm. Um, he's got webbed hands and feet. Uh, they, they said he has a frog-like head. Okay. Can't imagine why. Um... <laughs> Leathery skin, described as gray, and about three gray? feet tall. Yeah. Is he sickly? See, to me it's like more so giving toad, because I feel like toads are more of that color than a frog. They have seen a green and a brown yeah. frog. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's other colors, Taylor. But... Well, like, not like bigger ones, you know? You're <laughs> like, not gonna see as like... big of a bitch as this one, like... <laughs> Taylor, Taylor said, I haven't seen yet. Like, I, I've never seen one of those. <laughs> She's like three feet tall. Right <laughs> That's Taylor's order. Motherfucking <laughs> love land frog. Yeah, the frogs can't even be that color. <laughs> Anyways, three feet tall. And there have been four sightings of him. Um, there was the first one was in 1955. He was seen twice in 1972, and then most recently in 2016. Okay. Oh. Yeah, he's like... He makes himself known. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Or or her. Or her. Hey. Right, Taylor? Frog get. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Frog> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I wouldn't know what girl frogs are called. <laughs> In 1955, a police officer found Taylor. I mean, they found. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, 1955, 
uh, 3.30 a.m., this businessman, Robert Honeycott, was driving through to Loveland, Ohio, and he sees in the distance a group of three frogmen, or he just thinks like they're weird people in the distance, but sees three in a group by the side of the road, and one is holding a stick over its head. The one holding a stick over its head, he said it, he was using it like a wand, and like sparks were coming out of the end. Oh and the my three of them were just huddled up at 3.30 in the morning inside the road, talking to each other, looking at this wand. And he described them as having wrinkles where their hair should be. Ooh. When, Ew. Yeah, <laughs> wrinkles where their hair should be. Um, which I'm assuming he just means the head, but yeah, I've never seen a hairy frog. Yeah, okay, I was having a really hard time picturing that. <laughs> no, I think he seemed like they, they couldn't be men because he had wrinkles where their hair should be. Oh. But like, also, what if he just drove past... Uh, like, three bald guys? <laughs> yeah. I was going yeah, what if he just drove past <laughs> oh, no. three fucking bald men having a bongo circle in the woods? Like, yeah. It's, it's fucking I mean, we do that, like, so... Right. We all take our wigs off. And <laughs> <laughs> a police officer is driving down the road, and he sees out of the corner of his eye, like, a crouched-over animal... And he thinks maybe it's a dog or something. And it's late at night, so he's like, oh, like, let me see if I can find this dog's owner. He starts to stop his car, and the creature darts out in front of it. He slams on his brakes even harder, and the, the creature stands up on two legs and starts oh. beating the shit out of No, he doesn't. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I was like, damn, frog's got hands. <laughs> So he's fucking slapping the window. Because <laughs> I'm walking here. He's fucking. <laughs> it stands on two legs. Again, described as a frog like creature. Stands on two legs. Does not beat his ass, but it probably wanted to. Yeah. And it skitters across the road and scrambles over the guardrail. So this, like, road is a riverside road. So he, like, skidded over it into the river. Okay. Hmm. Guy drives off, he's really freaked out, he comes back, he notices that there is in fact scratch marks on the guardrail, and he's like, so I didn't just imagine that. Um, two weeks later, another police officer drives out, and he sees what he thinks is an injured animal on the road, so he gets out of his car to move it, and <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> He, he sees, like, how up close how scaly it is, and that it's, like, gray, and it's, it's weird-looking. Um, he notes also that it has a tail, which is different from the other descriptions, but it's on the same road. He sees the scratches that his, like, other police officer was talking about, so he's like, this is the same animal. And he, go he goes to touch it, it moves, and the officer gets so scared, he shoots it. God! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Yeah, he shoots, he shoots, he shoots it, um, it starts to skitter away and try to get away, uh, the officer grabs it, puts it in his trunk to bring it back to show the other, other officer, and the other officer confirms that that is the animal he saw, although before, he didn't say anything about a tail, so people are like, did they just kill someone's pet iguana, or is... <laughs> Is that the real frogman? Is the frogman like still out there? But I've pet pictures. Maybe they're like the different stages of the frog's life, you know? He went back to a tadpole or what? 
Okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> ready? Okay. It was 17th century-ish, because I don't know the exact time. During a brutally cold winter in Northern America slash Canada, a hunter was lost in the forest. The man was freezing and starving as it was hard to find something to eat in the middle of Northern winter. His hunger was so intense, he was driven to do something worse than having sex before marriage, but not worse than being gay. (laughs) Cannibalism. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she she got a point. <laughs> yeah, she got she got a point. Well, I mean, I I didn't hear no lies. I, I I yeah. After this hunter feasted on another human's flesh, he was overtaken by it, and became a wild man beast, roaming the forest for other humans to eat. Or he was a warrior whose tribe was like in major trouble. Uh. And then <laughs> God was not helping enough, apparently, so he turned to the devil. As you do. Yeah. As you do. The devil came down to Canada. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> and was willing to make a deal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm too sober for this. In order to save his tribe, he gave up his soul and was turned into a Wendigo. Wow, that was quite the introduction. Wait, it's not done yet. Oh my god. <laughs> Wendigo, Wittigo, Wittigo, or Weedigo. And as I like to refer to them, when the hell no. And they all roughly translate to the evil spirit that devours mankind. So today, I will be showing you why you should sell your soul to women instead of the devil. Okay. Hell yeah. I agree. That was my intro. I made that while listening to uh, the Santana playlist. (laughs) Would you the woman you were envisioning selling your soul to? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So, now to the actual, like, effect facts. Um, so this creature has been known among several tribes back then, and he was described in so many ways that it is hard to know like what the hell they actually look like, other than terrifying as fuck. Mm. So some of the reports say that they are giants, like fifteen feet tall, uh, malevolent, cannibalistic, glowing eyes, long yellowed fangs. Terrible claws, overly long tongues. Um, some are said to have sallow and yellowish skin, although some others said that they're matted with hair or their skin is like decaying. And um, they are like always associated with the winter, north, coldness, famine, and starvation. Also, one of the old, okay, I don't know how to say this exactly, but it's like, Algonquin. 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 Thank you. Uh, Legend says they're like giant with a heart of ice. Um, And sometimes the whole entire body is thought to be made of ice. It's skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes, specifically. Like a family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) So no dogs. 
Okay, so um, some of their like abilities or whatever say that they are unusually fast. They can walk for really long periods of times, even in the harsh winter conditions. Um, and then some say that they can infiltrate human minds and turn them into a Wendigo with the lust for human flesh, but the bad lust. So, yeah, like pre <laughs> how does one become a Wendigo? According to the legends, a Wendigo is created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism specifically to survive. Uh, so. Not just like someone like just like oh I want to eat flesh like it has to be like they're dying. Um, in the past, we, this occurred. What? Wait, are they they're being punished for like needing to yeah. survive? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah. Dahmer's just like chilling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> in the past, this occurred more often. Um, now, like than now, because like the Native Americans and settlers or land thieves, if you want to call them, um, found themselves stranded in the bitter snow and ice of the Northwoods, um, which, like, the, the settlers deserved that, yes, Native Americans, sad. But um, sometimes they would be stranded for, like, days, and they would feel the need to eat their companions to survive. And then... There were other versions of the legends that say that it was humans who had extreme greed and gluttony um, would get possessed by the Wendigos so they could, like, promote, like, giving and being selfless and whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Wendigos are apparently cursed to wander the land forever, trying to fill their appetite for human flesh. And if there are no people to eat, it starves because they're picky eaters. Their name also goes, okay, so this part was actually kind of, like, interesting and, like, different from what I thought, like, Wendigos were. So, there's, like, a special condition called Wendigo psychosis, and some consider it a syndrome that creates an intense craving for human flesh and a fear of becoming a cannibal. So, this occurs within people living around the Great Lakes of Canada and the United States, which is where they are known to be usually. Um, it usually develop, it develops in winter in people who are isolated by a heavy snow for a long period of time. Their initial <laughs> symptoms are poor appetite, nausea, and vomiting. They vote. vote. How <laughs> dare they? Um, <laughs> hmm, yeah. Right. Let's do a little sip. A little sip. Okay. The person also develops a delusion of being transformed into a Wendigo. And then the people who have this condition increasingly see people around them as edible. (laughs) And an exaggerated fear of becoming a cannibal at the same time. Uh, When people showed signs of this, they were attempted to be cured by the traditional native healers. If the attempt failed and the person began to threaten others and act violently or antisocially, they were killed. Oh, I don't want to talk to you guys. Like, I'm going through a lot. Yeah. Of- <laughs> Kill Hang them. Hang them. <laughs> uh, one of these. Okay, so these are the actual, like, reports from it. 
Okay, so one of the reports in uh, actually, let me <laughs> let me go take my inhaler real quick. The morning I wake up. I hurt my voice doing that. Okay, so one of the reports is in 1661 from a Jesuit relations document. Uh, what caused... Okay, so basically his group was... Uh, they had some people in the like native area, and uh, they had went back to wherever they were from, and then they're coming back, and they sent this document. So... Um, the men that were put by our conductor to summon the nations to the North Sea and assigning them a rendezvous where they were to await our coming had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. Okay. They're afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them more than canine hunger. Ooh. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men like veritable werewolves <laughs> and devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite, ever seeking Are you fresh swinging prey. right now? Yeah. I can hear you. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> just Sorry. kicking your little feet fucking talking about Wendigo's eating people. <laughs> yeah, that's not sweet. Take, take, good the, Sorry. take the hit of our inhaler. Alright. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, like veritable werewolves and devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite ever seeking fresh prey and the more greedily the more they eat. This ailment attacked our deputies, and as death is the sole remedy among these simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Which also, it's kind of an insult that he called them the simple people. <laughs> I was like, yeah. damn. <laughs> I like the way they put, and they even eat men. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Not the men. They said women, children, nah. Men? <laughs> Oof, that's that's crazy. Only if they're washed. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Have you seen Frogman's ass?" <laughs> uh, another case in 1878 was a trapper. His name was Swift Runner. Uh, he was married and the father of six kids. During the winter. His family and many others in his area were starving. His oldest son was the first to die, unfortunately. And then at some point, the father succumbed to the Wendigo psychosis. Instead of heading to the emergency food supplies that were 25 miles away, he oh. killed and ate the remaining members of his family. What the fuck? He said, I don't have a choice. <laughs> Literally, I'm a swift that. runner. I can't run that far. <laughs> I gotta eat him. I know. I was like, what? Uh, he confessed and was hanged. Which, if he was able to like confess and whatever, I don't know that it was the Wendigo psychosis. Yeah, 
that that wouldn't make sense so he just did it on his own volition yeah <laughs> like, what the what, fuck right <laughs> I was like, oh. that's but worse. he probably blamed it on that so he could be like oh it wasn't me it was, yeah it was, it was a psychosis he um, definitely did yeah yeah Okay, so, um, oh, this one, uh, when, blah, 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 okay, another well-known case was, uh, another funny name, Jack Fiddler. Okay, I like these names. We're bringing it back yeah. to the devil came down to Jack Fiddler. A chief and medicine man known for defeating Wendigos. He claimed to have defeated 14. Wow. But the 14, um, some of these... He said were sent by enemy shamans. Okay. And others were members of his own band who he claimed to have been overtaken with the insatiable insatiable desire to eat human flesh. In those cases, the family members asked Fiddler to kill the loved one before they turned. Um oh, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like I remember hearing stories about people being like, Yeah, they're gonna turn into Wendigo, can you kill them? And it's like, What? Mm-hmm. what the fuck or yeah. like we gotta take you down sorry it was like a real like a like big sickness back then yeah. they like thought it happened all the time it's crazy um his brother peter was killed peter after fiddler? his peter flit oh unfortunately i wish it was peter fiddler <laughs> uh was killed after he turned wendigo on a trading expedition when they ran out of food um, several incidents of people turning into Wendigos and eating human flesh are documented in his company records. And in 1907, Fiddler and his brother were arrested for murder, and Fiddler committed suicide. What a chicken. I know. <clears throat> and um, Wendigo creature sightings are still reported today. Um, I just looked at those ones because they were more like the future stuff but especially in northern ontario near there's actually a cave of the wendigo many still believe they roam in minnesota and canada and some believe that the human personality continues to reside within the wendigo specifically where the heart should be this person is frozen and the only way to kill the wendigo is to kill the human within it as well a few legends say that the frozen person is successfully rescued from inside the creature in most cases. Death is the only way to free that person from the Wendigo. But no matter, the Wendigo is not something you ever want to run into. And this concludes my argument on why you should sell your soul to women instead of the devil. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. You may send us an email to yagolofgayspodcast at gmail.com. You may tweet us on Twitter at GaggleGaze. You can look up the Wendigos and Frogman's ass and Champ and Nightcrawlers on Instagram at Gaggle underscore of underscore gaze underscore podcast. Or just look up GaggleGaze podcast. And, that, and follow us on Spotify. Give us, give us a five-star review if you believe Champ is real. Yeah. Yeah. Protect Champ at all costs. If you come for him, I'm coming <laughs> for you, actually. <laughs> I just start hunting down. <laughs> I go back in time to hunt down P.T. Barnum. Oh my god. <laughs> They're like, who are you? 
<laughs> you appear in Greatest Showman. It's you and the it's you and us in the frogman suits with the We stick. all come swinging in on those silks hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. To, to beat his ass. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. We love you all and we'll see you next week. Bye horts. Bye horts. Be- Be-